As we're speaking about Christ our healer, we just look at these words uh, and then we'll sing that third verse one more time. Hallelujah, Christ is victor, pain and sickness flee when we plead the mighty victory won on Calvary. Hallelujah, Yesu Let's sing this third verse one more time. We want to be those who share the gospel of victory everywhere we go. And in our hearts to say, Hallelujah, Christ is victor. Now we want to walk in that truth. We ask you to help us, Lord, to learn how to understand and to know you as God, our victor. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus name. Amen. We are in a season where I wanted to share some matters on the healing power of our God. It's very interesting when the children of Israel came out of Egypt and they sang the song of victory uh, defeating the Egyptians. Our Lord, right from the beginning, made a very wonderful promise to those children. In Exodus chapter 15, where we have the wonderful song of victory, it also goes on where our God speaks to the children just on the east side of the Red Sea. In verse 25, if you'll turn there, Exodus chapter 15, verse 25, now they had some problem with bitter water in the wilderness. It says, Then they cried out to the Lord, the Lord showed him a tree. He threw it into the waters, and the waters became sweet. 
There he made for them a statute and a regulation, and there he tested them, and he said, If you will give earnest heed to the voice of the Lord your God, and do what is right in his sight, and give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases on you, which I have put on the Egyptians, for I, the Lord, am your healer. In their very beginning of their walk together as the children of God, God revealed Himself. He said, I am. I am Jehovah Rapha. Jehovah, your healer. And the promise was this. If my children will walk under the light under the fire of holiness. As they go through the wilderness, as they walk with the tabernacle, as they obey my commandments, they will know health. This health would be that God would keep them from many diseases. I wonder, brothers and sisters, if you realize that the Lord is healing you even today. Because of the fall and of sin, our, our bodies know death and corruption. And eventually, until the Lord comes back, we will all grow old and pass away. But while we are alive, if we live in Christ Jesus, and we walk in His light, we can know the tremendous healing power in our bodies. Our full redemption will one day involve a complete healing of spirit, soul, and body. Death is the last enemy. But while we're alive, we live by His healing power. In many of our lives, by the mercy of God, God is fighting in our bodies, keeping us from death, keeping us in a measure of healing. And so it's my desire, in a very simple way, over a series of some messages, could I introduce you to Jehovah Rapha? Jehovah, your healer. Because we met him when he came down to earth in Jesus Christ.
我们看到他传福音。我们看见他行奇妙的事。我们愿意遇见他。我们就来分享这一事。Now this morning I'd like us to turn and look at our Lord in Matthew chapter 9.我愿意我们一起来看一下马太福音第九章。It's so, a very familiar passage to you.这是对我们是很熟悉的经节。And we open up with seeing Jesus going through the country of Galilee and healing many people. 我们看见耶稣走遍了加利利,他医治了许多人。But we want to look a little deeper into this whole matter this morning. 可是我们愿意来更深的来看一些。We'll begin in verse 35. 我们从第三十五节开始。Jesus was going through all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every kind of disease and every kind of sickness. 耶稣走遍各城各乡，在会堂里教训人，宣讲天国的福音，又医治各样的病症。Now that connects with verse the people, he felt compassion for them, because they were distressed and dispirited like sheep without a shepherd.他看见许多的人就怜悯他们，因为他们困苦流离，如同羊没有牧人一般。and he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Therefore beseech the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. And then this connects to chapter 10 and verse 1. So Jesus summoned his twelve disciples. He gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal every kind of disease and every kind of sickness. And we hear his specific commission in verses 7 and 8. And, and as you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. Freely you receive, freely give。谁走谁传，说天国近了，医治病人，叫死人复活，叫道长大麻风的洁净，把鬼赶出去，你们白白的得来，也要白白的舍去。Now, as we fellowship together today. Let's immediately notice two things. The Lord's healing ministry comes out of his compassion. I often wonder while he was standing there with his disciples, how the disciples could record this, and Jesus, seeing the multitudes, felt compassion for them. 我不知道当初这个门徒是怎么样记载的，就是他看见许多的人就怜悯他们。Were they up on a hillside？是不是他们在一个山坡上？And he was with his disciples。他与他的门徒在一起。And he saw many people down below。他在底下看到许多的人。Going their way or coming up to hear him。他们或许是上来听他说话。So many people。有许多的人。
something touched him. We don't know if tears came to his eyes. We don't know if he groaned within. But we remember perhaps our brother Daniel's uh, gospel message. What did Jesus see? He saw sheep without a shepherd. Now you remember our brother said that sheep cannot exist without a shepherd. Now they immediately get sick. Not only lost, but sick. And this is what Jesus saw in this massive humanity in front of him. His healing came with compassion. Many times he touched unclean people. And through his hands came the very compassion of God. Indeed, it's God's love. But God's love is more than just loving us. Sometimes the hand of God's love touches and heals. And so we see this in the story. But the second thing that we notice also is that healing was not Jesus' primary purpose. For when he saw the sheep who needed a shepherd, he didn't say, disciples, we need to pray for these people to be healed. No, what did he say? Lord, pray to the Lord of the hearts. We need more workers to go into the harvest. And he changed this illustration from the shepherd to the harvester. Now, why is that? Because the gospel of the kingdom is his foremost burden. Getting people saved. Is his utmost burden. But healing is often a vehicle of bringing somebody to Jesus. And as the harvesters go into the harvest, and they bring the gospel of salvation, and people get saved, we will see many of them also got healed. So this uh, healing comes out of God's compassion. But let's remember this. Healing is temporary. When Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, now, where is Lazarus today? He's not in our meeting. Well, I think he passed away. But the reason Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead is clearly told us in the scripture. Because Lazarus was raised from the dead, many believed in Jesus. So healing is temporary. If you're sick, I hope you get healed. But it only be temporary, you'll come down with a cold this fall. But if he can save us, 
you remember one time the disciples came running to Jesus and said, Jesus, Jesus, people are coming from everywhere. They want, they want to see you. And why was that? Because he healed many people. And what did Jesus say? No, no, no. Let's go on to another town. For I have come to preach the gospel. That's why I am here. Now we want to learn from this Lord Jesus. It's a true fact that whenever the Lord could recover the church with a new influx of life in a generation, often one of the results was a renewal of, the, of a living experience of God's healing. But again, those churches that experienced a healing power had the gospel goal in mind. Let me make it really practical. If we're interested in healing so we can get healed, Maybe not too much will happen. If we are interested in saving souls, then the Lord may provide healing as a vehicle to bringing people to the Lord. In healing, we have to look away from ourselves. Now I have been blessed to know several people who had a real healing ministry. And two of these people I know had physical infirmities themselves. And when they prayed for others, they were healed. But they still have physical problems. Could you imagine the Apostle Paul? Now we know he has some infirmity. But when he prays for other people, we know from the Bible, people are saved. And but Paul's own infirmities remain. Now, isn't that strange? I remember one brother who used to be in a fellowship with Brother Lance Lambert. He was in England. He was paralyzed on his right side. He had a stroke, so his mouth came down and his arm wouldn't work. But when he preached the Gospels, sometimes people came up and with the hand he could use, he touched them. They were healed. Now, a, a, a critic would say, well, physician, heal yourself. But you know, if the Lord would use anybody here to touch and heal somebody else, 
All of us here are broken, infirmed people. Uh, we may look good. But it's because we're taking so many vitamins and minerals. <laughs> now, we all have infirmities. But, but the Lord chooses. Some people have a healing touch. Now, you cannot have such a healing gift unless you meet Jehovah Rapha. Jesus, our wonderful healer. And so I'm hoping that we can go to the school of Christ to learn of these matters. And if we would go to the elementary school of Christ in the matter of healing, then we might find that the Lord puts us into his school of prayer first. Now, if you don't enroll in the school of Christ of prayer, I don't think you'll ever get to the school of Christ taking the class for healing. Now, I remember when I went to college. I immediately wanted to take the classes that I was interested in. But they never let me. I had to take some math and some chemistry, some English, history. What? Other courses. And probably you don't realize, but when I went to school, I majored in business. Now, the Lord knows I would be a hopeless businessman. But I wanted to take business courses. So now if we're in the school of Christ, yeah, I want to take the see the school the class of healing is a second level class. Now first we need to be in the school of prayer regarding healing. What do you think? Which scripture in the New Testament tells us of the most healings performed? This one scripture has caused more healings than all the other healing scriptures in the Bible. It's in James chapter 5. You know this scripture, right? Verse 14. Is anyone among you sick? Then you must call for the elders of the church, and they are to pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will restore the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he's committed sins, they will be forgiven. 
有喜乐的呢，他就该歌颂；你们中间有病了的呢，他就该请教会的长老来，他们可以奉主的名用油抹他，为他祷告。出于信心的祈祷，要救那病人，主必叫他起来。他若犯了罪，也必蒙赦免
这个医治的一个秘诀乃是谦卑。And that leads to my second point.这就让我们看到第二点。We acknowledge that the healing work of God is a mystery.我们承认这个医治的工作乃是神的一个秘奥秘。Despite what some preachers say, there's no formula that always works. There's no standard operating procedure. 不像有一些传道人他们以为有一种方法能够得到医治。You know what? 为什么呢? We've already mentioned it. 我们有提到。Healing is a mystery because there's always something more than healing involved.医治是一个奥秘,因为在医治里头一定会有包括一些比医治更多的事。when the Lord heals somebody, He's always after something deeper than just the healing. And that's why His healing ways are a mystery to us. The third thing I want to say, our gospel must remain Christ-centered. It's about Him and not Him. 我们的福音一定是以基督为中心，是关乎他，而不是关乎医治。Now I have fellowship with people who are preoccupied with healing.呃，我有跟一些人交通，他们的心充满了医治。But it takes them off of Christ-centeredness into healing-centeredness.呃，可是就让他们不是以基督为中心，而是以医治为中心。Christ is the end. Healing is just a means. Uh, and then uh, the first thing, uh, then the next thing I want to say is, in this matter of healing, we cannot judge people. Now there's an evil in the church called self-righteousness. We look at some people who have diseases and problems and even are hypochondriacs. And sometimes we look a little bit judgmentally at them. 我们或许就看他们，觉得他们有，他，我们就论断他们。Perhaps because we're healthier, we look down. 那或许你比较健康，你就会轻看他们。Now I would remind you, we're all broken people. 我要提醒你，我们都是啊破碎的人。Some people have a strong body. 有一些人，他们的身体很强壮。But their soul is diseased. 可是他们的灵魂却是有病的。And we must be humble. 我们一定要谦卑。Did you ever see Jesus rebuke? A sinner who came in need. This is a very difficult thing for us. Even right now in Manhattan, we're praying about how to minister because right around our meeting place is many homeless people. So you know it's it's easy to be the Pharisee or the Levite and walk across the street and go down and ignore them. Uh,你要做一个利未人或者是祭司，你很容易就可以从旁边过去。But the Lord is causing us to pray about what to do. 可是主要我们祷告，让我们知道如何行。We cannot be judgmental. 我们不能够去论断。If we want to be vessels of healing.
Behind every life, 在每一个生命之后, there's a whole set of circumstances, a whole story we know nothing about. And so we need to come with grace. 所以我们应该用, now, one last thing I want to say, and then we can simply look at this matter of Jesus' healing. Because we've recently been through the loss of our brother Chen. In this matter of healing, I want to make three statements. Never be ashamed if you have prayed for somebody's healing and they went on to glory. Some people in faith believe they had a word from the scripture and they were praying to God for our brother's healing. Some saints saw the necessity of our brother's ministry continuing and felt that they needed to pray for his restoration. Some people felt that this was an attack on the enemy and we must stand against the enemy under the precious blood of Jesus. Some prayed with tears and compassion and love for our brother's healing. Never be ashamed of faith. Never feel I made a mistake. Listen. Real faith is never mocked by God. If you have prayed with faith, your faith was not and never is exercised in vain. Now we're just children. We're just humble. We're just praying as best we know. But if you prayed with a full heart, with faith, and you saw our brother pass into glory. Because of your faith, you will learn something from the Lord. Faith, exercise, always learn something from the Lord. You know, John the Apostle, he had a brother James. And King Herod took James, threw him in prison. Now those saints in Jerusalem fasted and prayed day and night. They even prayed remembering how John and Peter themselves were released from prison. By a miracle and angel. But Herod killed the Apostle James. And the Jews killed 
our brother Stephen. And as he was preaching the gospel, many of those saints were praying for him. And yet he died. Now these saints learned lessons. But none of them was ashamed. None of them said, Oh, I've done something wrong. Oh, I made a mistake. Oh, I found the scripture, but it wasn't true. Never let the enemy bring you into condemnation. Never let the enemy bring you into unbelief. Or passivity. Or shame. We're just children of God. And we pray with all our hearts. With living faith. Then we humble ourselves. Only God knows what's best. But we will learn why this was best. So, dear children of God, don't be ashamed. We have so many lessons to learn. May we be humble before God. And roll in His classroom. See if we can understand more of this matter. You know, to all of us has been given faith, hope, and love. And we exercise all of them imperfectly. Who has perfect faith? Perfect hope. Perfect love. But we exercise them. And God blesses the saint. Who loves a brother enough. The cry and pray and fast. That love endures forever. So now we enter the classroom. This morning we want to see Jesus as he heals a woman who's had that hemorrhaging blood for 12 years. It's a very simple story. It's a wonderful simple point. If you turn to me to Mark chapter 5, we know that this story is interwoven within another story. Jairus has come and said, My daughter is dying. Jesus, please come and heal her. And there's a multitude of people. And they're moving along with Jesus and Jairus to go to his house to pray for his 12-year-old daughter. But then there's a story within the story. Beginning in verse 25. A woman who had had hemorrhage for 12 years and had endured much at the hands of many physicians had spent all that she had and was not helped at all but rather had grown worse. After hearing about Jesus, 
she came up in the crowd behind him and touched his cloak, for she thought, if I just touch his garments, I will get well. Immediately the flow of her blood was dried up, and she felt on her body that she was healed from her affliction. Immediately Jesus, perceiving in himself that the power proceeding from him had gone forth, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my garments? His disciples said to him, You see the crowd pressing in on you, and you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see the woman who had done this. But the woman, fearing and trembling, Aware of what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Here is a woman illustrating faith to us. And the first thing we understand about faith is that it comes through hearing. In Romans 10, Paul says, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of Christ. We see in the story in verse 27. After she had lost all hope of being made better. In verse 27 it says, She heard about Jesus. She heard about Jesus. We don't know what she heard. She heard something that ignited faith in her. I have no hope. The doctors did me no good. But I heard about Jesus. A desperation came into her life. What would she do? Now the story is interesting for several reasons about faith, but one is this. Faith is going to act. It often has to climb over a number of barriers. Now many times we feel God wants to do something, but our doubt is a great barrier to us. Or maybe our fears, like a great mountain. Can we tell that mountain to be moved? And this woman had some mountain to climb. Why? Well, first of all, this whole crowd was moving toward Jairus' house. 
everybody in the crowd who knows what it's like to say, My daughter, my child is dying. And Jesus immediately said, I will come and heal. Then all the people felt, oh yes, and a multitude, it says in the Greek, a throng of people were moving along. How is she going to break through this great mass of humanity? And we get the sense they're moving quickly as Jairus is pulling Jesus toward the house. See, our sister had a problem we might not immediately realize. Her hemorrhage for 12 years had ruined her life. According to the Jewish law, if you were one with such a hemorrhaging problem, you could not go to the temple and worship. The court of the women, you were not allowed. For 12 years, she could not worship in the temple. Second, according to Jewish law, a woman with such an issue, the husband has a right to divorce her. Because she cannot bear children. And she has some curse on her. And so third, she is an outcast. Now we have no idea where she got her money from. But she spent all her money. Because she wanted to be a worshiper. She wanted to be part of regular life. And all of this was held back. And then she heard about Jesus. Have you ever felt that spark in you when you hear about Jesus? I don't know how you got saved. I had so many doubts in my mind about salvation. But then I heard about Jesus. Something inside sparks. begins to rise up. And so this woman, in desperation, broke through the crowd. Now she is unclean. But still she broke through. And went through saying to herself, if I can just touch the garment, if I can just get to that garment. Total desperation we can see. And she touched the garment. Don't know how she broke through. I'm sure the disciples would have kept her away. Like many women, she was sneaky. And she stole her healing. As she touched the garment, the blood dried up. She felt inside she was healed. And she tried to slip back away. She felt like she'd stolen 
Stolen something from that guy. Oh, what a wonderful time that was. Now the point of this story. Is that Jesus doesn't want you to steal a healing. The end isn't getting healed. The end is Jesus. So there was is two words put next to each other there in Mark. Immediately she touched, she was healed. Now that's the one she liked. There's a second immediately. Immediately Jesus stopped. Now the crowd bumped into each other. And what's important to the crowd? We got to get to Jairus' house. And Jesus stops and starts looking around. Who touched me? Who, who touched me? The disciples say, come on, come on, come on, get to Jairus' How could you know? There's so many people here. But he suspended the whole healing mission. Looked around. Why was why did he ask that? Is it because Jesus knew she stole that healing? Yeah, many people think God doesn't want to heal anybody. You you think Jesus was mad because oh, that power got out of me and I have to pray for that woman now I, I can't do it was he mad? he wasn't there to heal her he felt that power and now he wanted to save her his goal is never just to heal. He wants that woman to know who he is. So if she had snuck away, she would have been healed, but she would have been lost. Jesus wanted her to be saved. Now, I want to mention something here because I think it's very important for us to get this concept. It has to do with this uh, Greek word, healed. Now, there's three words in Greek for healing. From one, and we get the word therapy. It's the second is the word we get the word hygiene from. But the word used here 
is a word is called it's in Greek sozo. Uh, like sozo, sozo. Sozo. It means heal. And it's used for healing 99 times in the New Testament. Now, the word sozo has two meanings in the New Testament. First, it's a medical term. That's why it was Dr. Luke's favorite term. Sozo means to heal or become healthy. Go thy way, thy faith has made you well. Sozo. So that means heal. But in the New Testament, it has a second meaning. And what's that? Saved. So when you read, so in English, depending on your version of the Bible, some versions say your faith has saved you, some versions say your faith has healed you, because it can mean either one. So now you know why this was Dr. Luke's favorite word. Who used the word sozo the most in the Bible? Do you think it was maybe Paul? Or Matthew? Luke. 19 times. And listen to this. In Luke chapter 19. For the Son of Man has come to seek and sozo that which was lost. Now this is talking about salvation. But what we need to understand is when we are saved, we're also healed. Now did you ever think about that? Many people when they get really saved, experience a new health in body, soul, and spirit. My father-in-law had a very good friend. He had a very bad scar, went from his forehead all the way down to his lip. He, he was a hopeless alcoholic. Somebody cut him with a bottle all the way down his face, left his big scar. You know? But he got saved. And he stopped drinking. And I knew him maybe 15 years after he got saved. I said, how did you get off the alcohol? Did you go to AA? He said, no, I got saved. I said, well, what do you mean? He said, this is the way this man put it. When I got saved, Jesus changed my wanter. Before I wanted alcohol, now I don't want alcohol. He changed my wanter. Uh, 
<laughs> and many times somebody is healed immediately. Things begin to change in their life. 啊，当一个人得到医治的时候，他生命的各方面都改变了。John writes in his third letter, God wants all of us to prosper in soul. 啊，约翰在他约翰三书里头有讲到，神愿意我们在灵魂的里面可以兴旺。And from the moment you're saved, God is working on you being healed, healing your mind, healing your heart, healing all that brokenness inside, as well as touching our body. 所以神在你得救的时候，他就开始来医治你的心，医治你的灵，医治你心里面破碎的地方。But the but the story is 啊，这个故事呢 ，Jesus isn't satisfied if somebody just healed. 啊，耶稣并不满足于就是一个人得到医治。He wanted the woman to be saved. 他愿意这个女人得救。He wanted the woman to be his. 他愿意这个女人可以属于他。Once it was the healing. Now the seeker, the, now the healer. No, uh, that, that's the song, right? Once it was the healing, now the healer. No, and something like that. 本来是追求医治，可是现在要追求那医治者。See, not enough to get healed. To know the healer. Ah, now you have permanent remedy. 你不单单是得到医治，你你如果认识这个医治者的话，你就永远。But in order to do that. She had to come out in the open. 可是要这样子做的话，她需要公开自己。Now this was very tough. 这个是很困难的。Because obviously she thought she'd stolen something. 因为她觉得好像她偷窃了一些东西。Now Jesus said, "Aha, you stole something, huh? Come here, tell me what you did." 嗯，耶稣就说，你是不是偷了一些东西呢？来跟我讲你做了什么。And she came out trembling, so fearful. 所以她出来的时候是颤抖的。She knew she'd done something wrong. 她知道她好像做了错事。And she told the whole story. She told more about it than you want to know. She told the whole story. She talked about Doctor So and So, Doctor So and So, the money she spent, the whole thing. She talked about this doctor, that doctor, his money, all the story. She confessed everything. She confessed everything. You know, when we have a gospel meeting. There's one very awkward moment in the gospel meeting. Oh, in the gospel meeting, there's a very awkward moment. When is that? What time? If you believe in Jesus, raise your hand. Oh, if you believe in Jesus, raise your hand. Oh, if you believe in Jesus, raise your hand. Oh, if you believe in Jesus, raise your hand. Oh, if you believe in Jesus, raise your hand. Oh, if you believe in Jesus, raise your hand. Oh, if you believe in Jesus, raise your hand. Oh, if you believe in Jesus, raise your hand. She confessed everything. And then you know what Jesus said to her. Here's a million dollar word for you. He said, "Daughter, daughter." He said, "Daughter," just like the little twelve-year-old girl. You're just as valuable to me as a twelve-year-old girl. She's twelve years old. You've been suffering for twelve years. My daughter, your faith has saved you. 女儿，你的信救了你。Your faith has healed you. 你的信医治了你。Was connected to Jesus. 他就跟耶稣得到联系。Jesus always wants people to be connected to Him. Jesus 一直要人能够跟他联合 In the Gospels, we have 
31, now not duplicates, but 31 times that Jesus healed an individual. Now this isn't uh, casting out demons or a miracle. This is just healings 31 times. And then there are 11 times where it just says and he healed everyone. So we have no idea how many people he healed. Now we don't know that every one of them got saved. As a matter of fact, from the story of the ten lepers, we wonder about those nine who never went back and bowed down to Jesus. But here's the point. The gospel is a full gospel. It means more than being healed. It means being saved. It means more than being saved. It means being united with Jesus. It means more than that. It means being sanctified by the Spirit. So, brothers and sisters, let me just say this. I don't know how aware you are of this. But the Lord's desire for you is health in spirit, soul, and body. Now, when you get as old as I am, all bets are off. Our bodies can only take so much. But while we're alive, do you make it your daily statement, I live by you, Lord? The mercies of God keep us alive, spirit, soul, and body. And especially if there's spiritual growth in your life. Even if your outer body decays, your spirit's being renewed day by day. Because you're growing spiritually. You're not actually dying. You're being prepared in spiritual life for Jesus. There's a wonderful process going on in your life. We should give God the glory for all He's doing in our lives. So now, I want us just to think about this. When this woman met Jesus, she just heard about it. But when Jesus brought him out in the crowd, she met Jehovah Rapha. And she was healed. In our lives, I want to start in the elementary level in this school of Christ. And I want to say two things. Number one, we will learn about healing when we get together in prayer. James chapter 5 has a large context. Uh, and here is what it's saying. 
Is anybody sick? Go to the body of Christ. There's healing in the body of Christ. Because the Lord Jesus is there. Bring your cares, your sins, and your sicknesses to Him. Now the elders, they just stand for the unity of the body of Christ. Let them anoint you with oil. See if the Lord can restore and save the sick. You see, that's our humble practice. If we ask, we can receive prayer. 如果我们求, if you have a need, you, you call up the brethren and say, okay, we want to pray Tuesday night about this. Are you humble? Or do you say like the woman, no, 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 he doesn't want to bother with me. I have to steal something. Body life should have help, spirit, soul, and body. 这个基督的身体应当有灵魂体的健康。James chapter five gives us a clue.雅各书第五章给我们一个，that somebody's gotten sick.有一些人生病了，because they sinned.因为他们犯罪，because they've gotten out from under the blood of Jesus.因为他们从基督的宝血底下离开了。And now the enemy's working on. And James is saying, get back in the body, get back in the body. Let the blood of Jesus cover you. If you have sins, confess your sin. Because a lot of times our sin is, we are out of sorts with a brother and a brother, you know, having a problem. Then you get this right, and you get here. Now the Lord's grace is sufficient for us to live with our present infirmities, and many people here have many different problems. We pray for one another. It's our first course in healing. And then if the Lord touches you, say it. Come out of hiding. Don't just say, oh, now I'm well, I can go back to work. <laughs> work, 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 work. If you've been touched, the Lord is trying to bring you closer to Him. So we need to learn that lesson. Here's the second lesson. Forget about yourself. You know some people. Who are broken. Maybe in their soul, maybe in their body. And they don't know the Lord. And you've been witnessing to them. You know, the Lord loves it. When we are giving the gospel to people. And sometimes when we do that, His healing presence is there. Now, do you have the faith? Talking to your co-worker? They say they have some need? It's not just physical healing. And are you brave enough to say, well, let's pray? You pray, God, I want them to meet Jesus, the healer. Lord, touch their life. 
change this situation so that they can come to know you. 你祷告说,主耶稣,我们愿意他们能够认识真正的医治者,耶稣。你会 have an encounter with Jehovah Rapha.你或许就会跟耶和华是医治面对面。He loves to show him that he's real.他愿意启示他是一个活神。I remember one time I talked to a guy, I shared the gospel with.我还记得有一次我跟一个人传福音。He says, well, I'm so miserable, I can't think about this stuff right now. I've been unemployed for six months. Uh, 我, uh, so the fool that I am, I said, well, let's pray. And I said, God, find them a job so that he can find you. Now that was my prayer. I didn't say, in Jesus' name or thou by the blood of Jesus. No, no. Just, God, he doesn't have a job. Show him a job so he can find you. 我没有用很大的话，我就说，呃，求你给他一个工作，让他可以寻见你。And the man was there. He heard it, of course.那个人他就听到了。And he got the job.他就得到了一个工作。And he got saved.他也得救了。Now you know God is alive.你知道神是活神。He wants to prove himself to people.他愿意把自己显现给人。Some people need a little help, a little touch of a healing, a little job, a little answer to prayer, a little marriage problem, pray for something happen. 也许一个人有这样的需要，有一些婚姻的问题，你为他祷告，他就得到医治。So one of the spirit edges of the gospel is praying for somebody's healing.嗯，啊啊，圣灵的执事乃是其中的一部分，就是为人家祈求。So now, so now for you, forget it. You're a hopeless case. Just stay the way you are. But pray for other people. 呃，或许你是没无没没救的，可是你要为别人祷告。Now you know I'm only. I'm only making fun. But if we can show the compassion of Jesus for other people, if we can have such the love of God shed abroad from our heart when we share the gospel, we, we cannot imagine what the Lord might do. So all your past experience should bring you to the school of Christ. And we want to say Jehovah Rapha. You are the shepherd. You're the one with compassion. We live among the people without a shepherd. Oh Lord, would you help us to show your love? To those who are sick and dying among us.也把他带到许多在我们当中生病要死的人。May the Lord give us faith.求神赐给我们信心。So what did the lady learn?这个女人学到什么呢？Her stealing by touching that garment.哦，她摸了那衣裳的偷窃。This wasn't illegal.哦，这不是一个非法的事。What was it? She was knocking on the door of faith. Sometimes faith has to get over those barriers. So she found out she didn't steal anything. She gained a savior. And her whole life was back. What a wonderful savior we have. What a wonderful healer we have. Now, have you been so zoned? Are you saved? 
你是否得救了？Say I am saved。说你得救了。Good. Now, are you healed？你是否有得到医治呢？Now it's the same word。这是同样一个字。So take your choice。你可以自己选。You are saved。你是得救。And you're healed。你也得拯救。How I wonder if you can live in that。你是否有活在这样子的光景？By the great victory and finished work of Christ。this is part of the great inheritance we have as his people so you get up in the morning wash off your face like Margaret Barber open up the number 668 say hallelujah Christ is victor tell wherever you go that his finished work and victory has touched your own life. Are you saved? Are you healed? Thank you. Thank you and praise you. Even this, uh, our brother was uh, brought in, uh, uh, raptured uh, by you. But uh, just uh, this uh, same uh, pain still continues. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this thing. Our pain. Dear Lord, just do your bro- just our brothers, uh, just uh, uh, Mouse, that we know that we shouldn't be just uh, ashamed for uh, all the just uh, uh, all the, just, uh, the, uh, the prayer that we just uh, uh, give you and even just uh, uh, fasting, dear Lord. Uh, thank you that uh, uh, the healing uh, is uh, just uh, not uh, at the center, uh, it's uh, more than healing. And uh, just uh, even this gospel is uh, not uh, just uh, the end, the end, dear Lord.
for 12 years. Lord, help us by faith to seek you that we were reminded how we were all once uh, those who were sick and how you have healed us. And as we gather as your body, may you lead us that we may also have your healing power. Help us to learn that homework. And we want to thank you, Heavenly Father. Help us to lay ourselves down before you so that your power of prayer and healing may flow even through the Holy Spirit and that others may be healed and that may you release your power. May all power and dominion be unto you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Let's just pray, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for being with us, and that the Holy Spirit fill us, and that you have healed our spirit, soul, and body. And through our broadest word, you remind us, and that you have spoken to our hearts, and may you indeed open our hearts for God's healing, and for prayer, and, and to remind us of the, prayer, uh, the importance of prayers. Help us to rely on the Lord Jesus, and what mystery it is, that even through the healing, that we may have life, that you have restored us that help us to be your, as your body, that we may know you as the healer and our savior, that you may be, that, that you are the way, the truth, and the life, that our spirit, soul, and body are complete, and that we, today we want to render unto you all the adoration, praise, and worship until eternity. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. That she uh, told the whole story. May we be like her, Lord, in that we tell of our story of salvation. That others might hear and believe and have this great gift that we have. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.